Hey everybody, welcome back to Tabletop Escapades. Some things happened last episode. Um, Pomper, Therese, Potbelly, uh, they were on their way to the vampire realm. They saw some troll bodies by the head of the tiger statue. Uh, that obviously very much disturbed Potbelly, didn't like that very much. Uh, however, they did all decide to go into the vampire realm uh, Therese is using her familiar to look into the Tiger Realm, see what's going on there, uh, which is cool. Villiand and Palvin went inside Casimir, the Vampire's Manor, um, and they seem to be in a different time. Uh, they are interacting with a younger Chauncey. That Chauncey is trying to get Villian to drink this elven wine. Apparently, there's this myth that if you drink... Uh, Elvish wine on the night of a full moon, you will find your true love. Uh, and Chauncey is claiming that it is a night of a full moon. And so they're dealing with that. All that is going on. But the, we're not starting with any of those storylines today. Today we are starting with Birdcough, uh, who, because he's been sleeping, hasn't got to see a lot of action. Mm -hmm. But we are kind of at a convenient point in the story where time is, people are moving and time is being warped by the place that Villiand is. So, as a result, uh, we are going to deal with Birdcough. Birdcough, for the sake of convenience, we are basically going to say that you get your full rest nice. in. You're going to wake up. No, no, no. Uh, my <laughs> head disappears, I think, because it only lasts eight hours now. Cool. Uh, so, I'm in that treasure room or whatever. Is um, Bortak still there? Tackbor. Tackbor, uh, that's it. Uh, Tekbor is actually, he is not within eyesight. Okay. Hmm. Where's Tekbor? I'm gonna go find him, or look for him. Okay. Um, so you kind of look around, you go to the drum area, uh, you go to kind of the, the weapon area where there's the pile and the glass cases and all that nice stuff. Um... And then you go over to the eating area, mm -hmm. the cafeteria, and can I have you make a perception check, please? Yeah, dude. Wait. Where's my die? I'm going to borrow someone's die. Okay. There's no die. Are these my die? You can these are use my one die. of mine. I got it. Okay. Dice. It's my die. 19. Okay. <laughs> Just flat. I just want to roll a 20. You can... <laughs> you can hear some... He pulls out his phone. He's like, okay. We'll check some. You can hear some very heavy breathing. I don't um, okay. Coming from the the area where the fire giant said that they sleep. Okay. I want to head in that direction. Okay. Um, and so you... I believe we've already explained the sleeping area, but just a quick summary. The way that works is there's kind of this large square indent in the ground... Um, and there's like kind of these rock pillows. And in this particular segment of the fire giant ho home, there's actually like a slit on the side and lava comes through. Mm -hmm. And they kind of just sleep in the lava. Okay. Um, and then somehow it drains through the earth. Okay. And so they'll they'll go, it'll kind of pool up, and then it will slowly drain. And mm -hmm. the sleeping in lava is very comforting to them. Mm -hmm. Anyway. If you could resist lava, I bet it'd actually be really nice. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a rocky goo. It's like sleeping in a jacuzzi. Yeah, yeah they kind of <laughs> like use it as like a warm blanket yeah. sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, just a weird little detail for the fire giants and they're sleeping. But anyway, 
Tackbor is using this wide area mm-hmm. uh, to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the way that he's done it uh, is he's taken a giant fire giant sword mm-hmm. and he's kind of <clears throat> angled it on the ground and he's just run it through himself. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so basically uh, he is just impaled on, and his hands are around the, the hilt of the sword mm-hmm. and he's just impaled himself on the sword he is in the process of dying, um, and he is not yet dead. Mm. And what he says, obviously, it's very strange. And he goes, "How's your nap?" No, oh, it's good. I see you're killing yourself. I was supposed <laughs> to do that. You told me to do it. The shame got to me. Oh, okay. Um. So I need to go find my friends. Do you have magic items that could help with that? I know you have lots of treasure. Just go down the path you came. No, 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 no. I meant like magic item. Because they're (laughs) in a different realm, and I need to find them in the realm. Ah, I see. Uh... Can you uh, take that out for a second? Just wait. <laughs> it's Don't stuck in there pretty good. Don't die yet. In this situation, <laughs> I think we might have something that could help you. Okay. Uh, over by the gems, it's hard to recall what exactly. Okay, where are they? Uh, by the weapon pile, you'll find them. Okay, I'm going to head right over there. <laughs> Glad that was my final conversation. Wait, don't die yet. As I'm walking away. Okay. All right. Um, so, Birdcough, mm-hmm. you walk away and after instructing Tackport not to die. You go over to the glass case. Um, and you kind of look around. You're not exactly sure what Tackport was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but you find a glass case of many gems mm-hmm. of, of different colors, of different sizes, of different shapes. Um, and so you have no idea what any of these gems do um, or which one okay. would help you with this specific task. I want to take all of them. Okay, where do you put them? Uh, do I have a bag or something? How big are the gems? You have a bag. You have a little traveling bag. Yeah. Um, like I said, they vary in shape and size. However, none of them are that huge. Like okay. the biggest one would maybe be two or three fists in size. Okay. So they're not like giant. giant. Yeah, I got a backpack. I'll put them in my backpack. So you just throw all these potential yeah. magic gems yeah. in your <laughs> in right. your backpack. Okay. Um, oh, Birdcough. That's totally around. fine, Birdcough. Okay. Was not anticipating that. Okay. Uh, so now that you're doing it, I, I need to be a little bit more exact in what you're getting. Okay. So let's say you get, let's say you get six gems. Okay. okay. We'll just start with that for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look I'm for Thanos a, now. Yeah. Look for a gauntlet <laughs> that could fit these gems. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the Infinity Stones. They're all different <laughs> shapes and sizes. Um, it's not the Infinity Stones. <laughs> Everyone calm down. Everybody calm down. Uh, we're, we're going to announce a deal with Marvel and Netflix. <laughs> Tabletop Escapades is now part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going to get really confusing. Okay, Birdcough, you throw all yes. of these gems in your backpack. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go back to Tackboy now. Okay. Um, Six magic gems. No hands. You notice that Tackbor, whose head, w- he was kind of like lifting it to see you, is now completely down, like at his chin. Um, you can't oh. hear any breathing, mm-hmm. uh, and his arms have seemed to have gone limp. I only go up to his face and 
do like that to his big old face. <laughs> See if he wakes up. Do you, so do you like walk up the sword? And do tap? I walk it? He's a giant. He's a giant. Yeah, yeah, and I'm walking up to his face as he's slunched, hunched over. He's in lava. You have to climb Oh, up. he's in lava? Shit. I was going to say... touch him? Yeah, you can touch him. Okay. You can definitely touch his base. And if you want, like I said, the way that the sword is angled, you could maybe try to walk up the sword and reach his face mm -hmm. and slap him Dark if you Souls want. Too. I don't even know what that's referencing. Yeah, There's that know. part of that giant can I statue do... sword that you crawl up, climb up. I'm going to try to do mass cure wounds on him. Final Fantasy 15. Oh, God. Okay. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. All right. I remember he done a healing spell. I don't know how this works. You're healing it? Yeah. Do you have, do you have like, Revify? <laughs> I have Mass Cure Wounds. I don't think I have Revify, dude. It's All he too, wants to it's do. a little too dark for him. <laughs> die. Revify is not dark, dude. Isn't that, like, bring them back that's to what, life? That's what got us in the oh, move I'm not situation. That, that's, like, too, too healer for I me. I mean, yeah. Re Re Revify is a necromancy spell. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, weird. They, yeah, they let Villian learn it. Where's the credit card in this? All right, so you're Villian cast... is a bad boy of an unknown ethos. <laughs> you're gonna cast Mask Your Wounds mm -hmm. on Tackboy. You're Tag saying War. the cloud god might be evil. Yeah. <laughs> a wave of healing energy washes out from a point of your choice within range. Obviously, the point is obvious here. Choose up to six creatures. Each target regains hit points equal to the 3d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Oh God, Tackboy's gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna squash you. <clears throat> okay, so we're gonna die. Point each trailer. What's that, like, 3d8? <laughs> oh, Tackbore. Tackbore! Tackbore! Okay, 3d8. And what was it? <laughs> Spellcasting modifier? Yeah, which okay. should be your charisma. Okay. Eight. Okay, 3d8. Take the sheet. So it'd be 3d8 plus 5. Okay. That's six. a 6! Plus 8. Plus eight, damn. Plus two. Sixteen. 16. Plus what? Plus five. So twenty-one. Twenty-one. Blackjack, baby. Just enough to bring him back. <laughs> yeah. So Tackbor was not dead. Actually, he was on the very brink of death. And obviously, this this is a little a little bit of a Red Bull in his veins, mm -hmm. picking him back up. And he just his eyes flicker open. I've suffered so much shame, just let me die! No, you can't die yet, coward. You gotta help your people. I'm gonna touch him and teleport him with me to the stone. Oh, what? No. The bat stone. Were the swords still in this stone? Yes. <laughs> Does the sword stay? Uh, yeah, no, it would come with him because it's on his yeah. person. Dang. It's inside of him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brutal. Like, your clothes come with you. I gotta go anyways, might as well take him. Into that room that made him so angry because yeah. he's too small. No, he that was when he was trapped. He was like pinned down, right? No, that was af spell. after he went through too. He was like, "This room is too small for me." Yeah. Um, and that Dow or whatever was in there. I think he might have like crashed through. Oh yeah, you, we broke open the wall. Yeah, well, Brad's so he could him back to where hub world. Yeah, the hub. Can you teleport to... into a different plane uh, of existence? I don't think you can. All right, so let's just. Let's just read it out. So you're One casting normal teleport, right? Yes. Okay, this spell instantly transports you and up to eight willing creatures of your choice that you can see within range, or a single object, yada, yada, yada. If you target an object... Yeah, so it has to be the same plan. So I'll just do the room yeah. where he busted through yeah. that we originally came in here through. Okay. Um, all right. 
Weird situation. Oh yeah. Okay, so you're gonna cast. You're gonna cast teleport. Mm-hmm. Um, your familiarity with the destination determines whether you arrive successfully. The DM rolls a D100 and consults the table. D100. Let's see it, Ben. I want to see. Let's a D100. see your D100. Yeah. Uh, it's just two. You roll two yeah, D10. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like reach behind yeah. people and shit. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna roll. Yeah, I'm gonna roll two d tens, and so your familiarity with it is, uh, it goes viewed once, seen casually, very familiar. Mm-hmm. I think very familiar would Too work much. here. Very familiar. Yeah, I think you guys have been in it. You spent a whole combat. We thing chilled in it. out. Oh, okay. In there, yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess you could say seen casually too. Uh, That's a good roll. I just wanted to do one for fun. No, I think we're good. Mm. Sounds really fun. It's up to you. Did we roll a D100 for Blackpot Academy? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait, wasn't that a... I think that was a different teleportation spell. No, it wasn't. I only have one. Well, we should have. Yeah, I think that was like an autoport. Because I love this this risk of it not working. I think it's so funny. Well, he was very familiar. True. To Blackpot. Can't operate on Hogwarts grounds. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think this would be more fair if it was seen casually or very familiar? The more I think about we it, we were I think, in it once. I think, I think seen casually, seen ca- very familiar fine, is yeah. like your house, right? Right. Right. Black, I think I, I think yeah. seen or casually like, yeah, is the, the correct school decision. that you've been in for years. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, so just to let everybody know, I'm going to roll two d tens, which will act as my d100. There's a 33 percent chance of a mishap. Mishap. Port into lava, dude. There is. There is a nine percent chance of a similar area. There is a nine percent chance of off target, and there's about a forty-six percent chance that you're on target. Uh, Good odds, Brad. Good odds. So let's less than fifty percent. Let's just go through everything here, so we make sure that we're being as fair as possible. Permit circle. Oh, means a permanent teleportation circle whose sigil sequence you know. Did we do that with Blackpot? Maybe. No, that's no, a different uh, thing. That's like a if you're at a physical teleporter, like anybody can use teleporter. those. Teleporter. It's yeah. like a Stargate. You have to put seen, in mm. sigil sequence. Seen casually is someplace you've seen more than once, uh, but with which you aren't very familiar. Viewed once is a place you've seen once, possibly using magic. Okay. I think seen casually is fine for this. We were in there for like a while, although technically we have only seen it once. All right, so on target, <laughs> you and your group appear where you want to. Off target, you and your group appear a random distance away from the destination in a random direction. Uh, you and your group wind up in a different area that's visually or thematically similar <laughs> to your target area. <laughs> a similar area, mishap. The spell's unpredictable magic results in a difficult journey. Each teleported creature takes 3d10 force damage, and the DM rerolls. <laughs> He just re-dies somewhere. Uh, <laughs> we, should do, we should say which direction the bridge goes out from the room now before we do this, just because everything around it is lava and the bridge is, like, north or west or whatever. You know? So from the room, the bridge is going north. Okay. So just so we can't, like, BS it later and be like, you're teleported east, but you're on the bridge. Right. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So we're going to do the rules for scene casually. We're going to roll a D100. Big money. Here we go. Here we go, baby. Big small money. money. Small money. Wait. Big money. Success, so the way that I'm going to do it okay. is I'm going mm-hmm. to I'm going to yeah, roll yeah, two yeah. d10. Sure. The left the leftmost d10 similar. will be the ten or very unlikely hundred spot, and then the the right one will be the the one ones. zero. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so that is an 18. Shit. Oh. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> is there a better teleport where you don't have to, to roll? Is there like a greater teleportation? I thought that there was. Yeah, that's... that's I don't have it. Wait, okay, hold on. Let's make sure this roll is correct. So I rolled two d10s that did not have the 100s on them. They're just the regular I mean, they're, they're identical. One of that, my, I just have one that has zeros yeah. after him, so it's the 10s and the other yeah. one. And I went left to right. It doesn't yes. make a difference. 18. Okay. Yeah. Roll All the right. dice. That's the way it fell. Yeah. All right, so we have a mishap. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we have a mishap. We have a mishap. <laughs> the spell's unpredictable magic results in a difficult journey. Each teleporting creature takes 3d10 force damage, oh, no. which means that the <laughs> heavily dead. damaged Tagbor yeah, also takes... So you heal him for tw- let's say he was at one hit point. You heal him for twenty one. Mm-hmm. He was at twenty two. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tagbor is going to be at twenty two HP. He's going to take three d ten force damage. You're also going to take three d ten force damage. Um, can I have another d ten, please? Oh no, I got it. I got it. I got three d ten. Okay, three d ten force damage. Here we go. Who's <laughs> this for? Both of you. Okay. All right, 14, okay. 18. Oh, he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Oh. He's alive. He's alive. You take 18 damage. Mm-hmm. What are you at right now? He still has oh, a giant hell. sword in his stomach. <laughs> Tag war. So frustrated. He's just like, ah! Oh. I'm at one, I have 131 max health. And I just took what? 18. Similar mm-hmm. area. 112. Yeah, 112. Cool. Uh... And the DM re-rolls on the table to see where you wind up. Sweet. Multiple mishaps can occur, dealing damage each time. <laughs> okay. So you have to roll again. Yes. That'd be an <laughs> awesome death. It's just like one of those tears in uh, 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 Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite, where you just like drop and then you're like into a new one. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna re-roll on the teleportation yep. table. Okay, so the leftmost one is a two. And the rightmost one is a two. Get, yeah, you can't get out of mishap. Oh if shit! The first one's a two. We're in a loop. Okay, so you're gonna take. Ah, you're gonna take another three. And there's no way out of this either, right? Oh, attack board. There's a way out. You could get a. You could get a. Well, no, I know, but board isn't. It could just go forever. Yes. I mean, if we're doing player rules. Right, but you can't like stabilize him while you're falling through time and space. That's absolutely true. Yes. Okay, so uh, 9 plus 7 is 16. So oh. 16 damage. So that is more than Tackbor had. What do you, did you roll 3? 3d10 for force damage, yep. So much for that. It was a uh, 5 and a 4 and a 7. <laughs> yeah, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we forgot about the penalty of the dice roll. This, we, honestly, this makes the spell make more sense. It yeah. was a little OP it's, before. It's very, it's a yeah. powerful spell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish we would have done this at the beginning, so that's on me. I apologize. But we're doing it now. All right. All right, so we got a 3 and a 7. Which means similar that you're area. in a similar area. Stop rolling like shit, dude. Get me out of here. <laughs> I mean, there was a, there was like a second other kind of teleporter, right? That he had in the base. Was there? Yeah, he said like it won't take you back to Bat World or something. Mm, do you remember this? Mm, no. Yeah, he was like, they, we have other teleporters. Oh yeah, I was like, I how do I? They, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, there. There is something that will be introduced to you very soon that may have that make hmm. more sense. Okay. Uh, we'll get there. Depending on how we may not get there today. Depending on how seems this, like Bird Cop's about to get there right now. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. see how it goes. <laughs> We're okay, going. so you, we're, we're doing all this on the fly, obviously, because I didn't know what was going to happen with the teleportation. You and your group 
wind up in a different area that's visually or thematic similar to the target area. <laughs> <laughs> that's so okay. It's like a motel with a lava like mural. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Where are we? You're in the 80s. If you are <laughs> heading for your home laboratory, for example, you might wind up in another wizard's laboratory or in an alchemical supply shop that has many of the same tools and implements as your laboratory. Generally, you appear in the closest similar place, but since the spell has no range limit, you could conceivably wind up anywhere on the plane. Very interesting. So okay, it's like gotta be a different teleport room or something. This is hilarious. Yeah, the teleport, the teleport room is is interesting because that that is what it is, uh, and so you could make the argument that it's that way. I was kind of just thinking of a cave though, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, yeah. Because Any kind that's dome like room, right? And so there's two options that roll for them. I can think of. Yeah. So one is going to be. More convenient, I would say, and one is going to be a lot less convenient. If I get a 10 or higher, it will be more convenient. If I get a 9 or lower, it will be less convenient. Less convenient. Let it roll, baby. In your favor. So I got a 4. Shit. <laughs> 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 okay, so what I was thinking with this is there are kind of some caves right at the entrance of where you went into the fire giant realm. Mm-hmm. So I was basically just going to put you back there. Or... Now, basically, you're on an island. <laughs> In the middle of the lava. With dead Is it one forward. of the graves? Well, well I guess we, we have to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's just start there. So, you are on an island. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's about 300 feet wide. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you land... And you are right at the base of Tackbor, who you can tell is not breathing, not <laughs> moving at all. Okay. Huh. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so 300 feet. 300 feet wide, and you have no idea where you are in relation to things that you've already seen in this place. So lava is it's only lava on the horizon? Yeah. Can um, you only see lava? No. So there, it is mostly lava. However, there are... Other rocks sticking out, mm-hmm. um, and you can see some other islands in the distance. Okay. Uh. And to be fair, uh, the giant mountain mm-hmm. is kind of in the center of everything. You can see that. You can see that basically uh, when you turn to your left, you can see it in the distance. Okay. Hmm. Tackbore. <laughs> There's Tackbore. No. There's no response. No, oh, dang it. <laughs> oh, dang it. Mm. Stuck out here. Um, is this is there anything else on this island? Is it just flat? Long rest. Yeah. Try it again. Try it again. Yeah, it's like that's all Liam's I can do. Pretty tiny much. Tiny hut. Yeah. So you don't take exhaustion damage. So stabilize him at least. He wants to die. Um, are you investigating to see what else is on the island? Uh, yes. Okay, um, let me have you make an investigation check. I'm gonna make this pretty reasonable, I think. Pretty reasonable. All right. Um, the investigation. 
13. Okay. Um, so you kind of walk around and you notice that there is uh, a grave, mm-hmm. a fire giant grave that you've Whoa. seen before, basically identical in in style to what we originally described it as. Um, and you also see, well, you don't see it. You're, you're kind of wandering around trying to get your bearings mm-hmm. and you actually trip a little bit. You don't fall prone or anything. You just sort of notice that your foot catches on something and it actually ends up kicking up some dirt. And you see kind of this smooth blue surface whoa. beneath your foot. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to try to like sweep it away and see more of it. Okay. So uh, <laughs> it's pretty covered, but after you know a few moments, you are able to kind of dust away mm-hmm. uh, the dirt. And you notice that it is a blue crystalline structure that is roughly the same size as the teleportation stone uh, that you encountered earlier. However, those were stones. This Mm -hmm. is a crystal. uh, And you notice that the face of a tiger is etched into it. Don't touch that. Okay, I see this. I want to... Can I stabilize Tagbor? You can try to stabilize him. I want to try to stabilize him. Okay. He is a big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. Just doing like CPR. Just like your medicine stack. You make a medicine check. Okay. Um, Plus two, dude. Yeah, I guess it just depends on if we want to consider Tackbor. Oh! (laughs) That's a (laughs) six. Might not matter. Yeah, that's a six. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I have a question to you, Burkhoff. Yes. How do you approach Tackbor in an effort to stabilize him? Uh, I say, wake up, and I start hitting him. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh through some very unfortunate freak accident, mm-hmm. as you're tapping him, maybe it's just the way that he's angled on the ground, maybe it's just a cruel twist of fate, but you actually, what was ever, what was ever propping him up, <laughs> keeping him on the, the kind of middle section of the sword, yeah. he actually ends up sliding even further <laughs> down it. <laughs> oh, whoops. Uh, he looks pretty gone. Okay. Can I only do one check or is that, or one try? Is that it? Um, if possible, I want to try again. If not, so be it. Yeah. Um, interesting situation. The way for me is that like, I guess if we're treating and I'm, I'm playing pretty loose with this, admittedly. I guess if we're treating Tackboard like an NPC, I guess maybe the fairest way to do it is we could have him roll death saving throws. Okay. Um, I guess the question is, like, what kind of damage is the giant sword in this chest doing? If it's ongoing damage, and he took the damage from the force damage, once he surpasses his maximum, he's dead dead. Yeah, he's right. bleeding out. So, mm-hmm. like, so he's, like, bleeding like out. Like, we roll that damage and then try to resuscitate him, roll that damage, try to resuscitate him, that kind of thing? I, I mean, I don't know the st- the rules for being impaled by a giant sword, necessarily. It's probably just bleed. I guess bleed the way the, I guess the way that I was thinking about it is Takbor with the sword was pretty definitively trying to end his life mm-hmm, and got yeah. very close to doing so, and so the idea of force damage from teleportation it would probably very cleanly finish the job <laughs> yeah. uh, without really too much interpretation okay, he's in dead. between that right, he's dead. Um, 
like, I don't want to, if this is something that you feel really passionate about, no. I understand that. And if you want to try to bring him back to life, you can. But I think it's probably yeah, fair just, to say that he's, he's dead. dead. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. He's dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tot. I really want to get out of here. I'm going to go back over to that blue slab or whatever. The mm -hmm. tiger thing. Like, oh, I wonder if this is like the others. Can I try to tap it? You can. Okay. Guess what happens? Do I go away? You do. Woo! You go away. Tigerland. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Let's go. Does oh. he show up with my bird? Someone, someone in the comments had the best idea of like, for future reference, for when we want to rest, just have Therese open like a cozy little box for us to I've just thought of that. hang I've out thought. in. Mm -hmm. And then where, wherever Therese walks to, just open the hole and everybody like walks out well rested. Wow. Should have oh, done that. when the rest of you want to rest. Yeah. I can only do it once per long rest myself, so I would need to rest for four hours too. This was, is a great idea, though. Yeah, yeah I love that I've idea. thought of that. I've, I've that also been idea. thinking, like, what if I'm in the demi plane? Because I guess the door would open back where it, w where it first opened. I give you a point of inspiration. Audience. Audience. No, just that one person. Yeah, okay. The rest of you have to earn it. It was me. I wrote that comment. It was your alt account. Yeah, it was me. Cough bird. It's my dupe. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, Brad, that yeah. was definitely something that was kind of narrated on the fly. I hope you're cool with that. Oh, yeah. in the tiger room. Oh, yeah, dude. That's the way it goes, man. And you roll some dice, sometimes <laughs> it goes good, sometimes it doesn't. Um, okay. I'm in tiger land. That's cool. Now we're going to go to uh, Therese and Pomper. So you guys go into the vampire room, which I don't think you've been in at all, Therese, right? We haven't. Uh, only Potbelly has. And only Pot. Okay, okay, okay. Entering through the cellar. Yeah, so you guys are in this cellar. There's a uh, line. There's bottles. <coughs> there's giant wooden barrels. It smells heavily like alcohol. It looks pretty decrepit. And when we get there, the bird kind of communicates to me where we have to go to get yes. to. Yeah. The bird communicates to you that there is a manor. Yeah. As it's town. on its way mm, back. Mm. Yeah. As we cross paths, I definitely want to like reach up to the bird and have it like alight gently on my finger and then fly. Keep going. Just a moment. <laughs> it's a moment. Keep Just moving. have a moment with it. I yeah. want to um, check the bottles. See okay. if I find anything good to drink. Uh, well, it depends on what old. you mean by good. Um, there is definitely still plenty of alcohol. However, it's not labeled. Okay. Um, so you're not sure what it is. You can tell that it's alcohol. It smells like alcohol. It's very obvious to your senses. But you're not sure what type of alcohol it is. Okay. I'm going to grab one and then... Should okay. I go over to Pot Belly? Sorry. <laughs> Take the edge off. For when we get home. For when we get home. Uh, my bag. When you approach Pot Belly, he's actually frightened. He goes, oh, 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 Papa. <laughs> that could have been me. What, what were you saying? Drink this. Drink this. Encourage uh, juice. Pot Belly just kind of takes it, stunned a little bit. Sniffs it and just starts guzzling it. Oh no! I cut him off before it's too much. Okay, um, you like pull it down and some comes out of his yeah. mouth a little bit, uh, and he goes, "Papa, Papa, listen, I I need to numb the pain. Let me have some more. <laughs> Everything in moderation, Pop Billy. <laughs> Everything in moderation. I just saw three of my own kind completely decapitated. Let me get a little tipsy." I take a swig and then I give it back. Teresa's on the stairs to go up and she's just like, enough, let's go. We need to move. 
Uh, so you take a swig of it. Uh, Potbelly finishes off the rest of the bottle. He throws it on the ground. He chatters and he goes, I'm going to need some more of this. And he grabs two more bottles oh, of the alcohol. And he's just holding them one in each hand. I walk out of the bar to head toward the manor. Take one, Potbelly. <laughs> How about I take one and you take the other and then I take it from you when I need it? Deal. He hands you, you a one of the bottles. <laughs> Potbelly's... Take oh, the edge off. a dark path. Yeah. Holding a crossbow. Yeah. A giant I got him. I got all four of them. Potbelly, there's only two. I'm a crack shot. No more. I'm a crack shot. <laughs> it's a burning crossbow. Yeah. Man, that's funny. All right. Okay. Um, so, uh... Of course, you guys can investigate whatever you want. There's a whole town for you to investigate. You can investigate the tavern. If not, you can just head straight to the manor. That's fine, too. Whatever you want. What's the Zomzom situation right now? Wait, does Therese know where... Yes. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the Zomzom situation is interesting uh, because when... And I guess I could have communicated this with the familiar as well because uh, it would have been true then. Um, but there are no bodies on the ground. Oh, uh, in town. Great. It's an infinity gauntlet. <laughs> it was me, dude. Yep. It got up and went, <laughs> it went <laughs> off. <laughs> um, you just see Ramos, and he just snaps his fingers. Oh. Uh, so I, I'm definitely like looking all around, but I'm heading toward the manor. Okay. Um. So it, the town looks oh, in bad shape. Um, but you don't see any creatures of the night. You don't see any zombies. You don't see any corpses. No creepy music. Uh, no creepy music. Killed Good that question. Hack, yeah. Yep. No creepy it's... music. Um, it just looks like a bad place. And so, unless you guys go off this path, you you wind up at the manor. And the first thing that I want to draw your attention to is um, Kata is kneeling on the ground and he's crying oh, and he's no. just by himself. There's nothing else around him. Oh, the wolves left. Oh, because oh. it's been more than an hour. Oh, my it's been more than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and he doesn't uh, seem to notice you. Uh, I'm trying to think if Therese would remember his name. Yeah, she would. Kata. No. <gasps> Who there? It's me, Therese. Pomper. Popbelly. Uh, without saying anything, Kata just jumps up and he runs towards your direction. Um, and he's running at quite a speed. Uh, however, it ends with him just embracing all three of you and wrapping you in his big arms. And he goes, I found three furry friends and they just crumbled to dust. I don't understand. I want them back. You magic. You make them come back. Therese. I guess because I summoned familiars and, I, and the familiar told me that he was there with these wolves, I can explain this to him. Uh, Kata, Kata, let us go. Kata, oh, it's oh. good to see you. It's Sorry. Uh, uh, thank you. It's good to see you too, Kata. Um, I think what happened was the, the man you were fighting uh, summoned those wolves like the way I summoned my bird, um, but they must only be able to be here for a little while, but they weren't real wolves they're like spirits so they really just went back to where they came from they're okay your friends are okay they went home they went home 
Don't care. Bring back. Pomper, make Therese bring back. Um, hang on. Kata. Okay, uh, Kata. Yeah. <laughs> I can bring one back. Huh? <gasps> But you can't touch it, okay? Promise me. Oh. <laughs> no, best part is touch. <laughs> I know, but this one is special, and it loves you, but you can't touch it, okay? Oh, confusing, but bring back. Okay, I cast silent image <laughs> and make a wolf <laughs> <laughs> next to him. <laughs> and okay. I make it look really happy and, like, jump around by him, but obviously you can't, like, touch it or smell it or hear it. Okay, you create the image of an object, a creature, which fits no larger than a 15 foot cube, which fits. The image appears in a spot in range and lasts for the duration. Ten minutes. Uh, image is pretty visual. It isn't coming to... You can use the action to cause the image to move to any spot within range. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. Yeah. Um, and I, I can cast it for free, so I can, like, keep it up as long as I'm not doing something else. So you make a generic wolf. Yeah. Um, and this <laughs> greatly excites Kata, and he tries to run toward, like, at the wolf. I try to make it, like playfully jump away, you know, so it doesn't, like... Do you remember, uh, do you remember when Yogala was trying to magic hand fake ZZ out of the water? Yeah! And you would just... I just made, just it, made it bob down every time! Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I'm so a monster. Good. Oh, man. I'm a monster. <laughs> oh, God. Um... <laughs> so unless this changes, Kata is just kind of running around after the image of the wolf. <laughs> Kata, have you seen Villiant? I think they're in the manor. This, that specific question kind of snaps him out of his silent image fascination, nice. and he stops chasing the wolf. And uh, he comes up to you and he says, "They went in manor with with awful man and." They've been in there a long time. How long? Kata not good with time or numbers, but long, long time. What do you think? What do you think, Pomper? Can your raven scout it out anymore? I I sent the raven to scout something else out. I'm sending it into the tiger realm because of the the. <laughs> The D E A D T R O L L S. How ignorant are you, Choice? I guess I could just talk into your head <laughs> for that part. I just say I sent it back to the Tiger Realm to see why there are dead trolls. Um, it'll come back and tell me what's up, but only after a while. Uh, I can we, uh, try we, to just go in. Yeah, I say we just go knock on the door. Potbelly uncorks the. A bottle of liquor and, and has a couple of sips. Therese looks nervously at Potbelly but doesn't say anything. Potbelly. Promise, yeah. promise me you'll go easy with that liquid. <laughs> liquid. I'll, I'll go until the, the pain goes away, yeah. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> I want to try something. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Never mind, I have to be able to see them. Uh, I will make myself invisible and go up and crack open the door of the manor and look in. Okay, we have to be very careful here. Um, not that you're in any danger or anything, you're not. It's just 
There is going to be a difference between you just looking into the manor and what sure. you see and going into the manor and what you sure. see. Sure. Those will be two completely different responses. Well, hopefully, my hope is I just see Villiand, but I guess I don't know until I look. Okay, so let's just say right now you're just looking. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I crack the door open and I look inside. Okay. Which I guess would just seem like the door opening itself, unless you can see invisible people. Okay. So, inside, you do not see Villiand. You do not see Palvin. You do not see this huge celebration. You yeah. see what uh, Villiand initially saw. You see the giant painting. Um, you see the very um, kind of somber... Tapestries. Uh, entrance, entrance of summer tapestries. So you see summer tapestries at. Yep. Okay. I turn back to Pomper and Potbelly and I say, I don't see them. It looks mm-hmm. just empty. Let's go in. Take okay. a look. Are there going to be any more dead trolls in there? I don't see any dead anything. All right. And he corks the bottle again. Um, I open the door all the way <laughs> and I walk in. Okay, so when you walk in... And Kata is coming with us now, or... Um, you didn't specifically instruct him, so... Yeah, I guess I'd... Yeah. I wanted to say, Kata, come. Okay. Yeah. So as you go in, you could say... Um... (laughs) Bring wolf friend? It'll come. Yeah, it'll follow. Okay. I make it. (laughs) Okay. Come. I think I could still... Let me just check. But yeah, keep going. All right. Um, so, Therese, you go in, and then Pomper and Poppy and Kata all go in. And you see what uh, what I initially described. And let's just say that you, like, kind of come in at a slightly staggered pace. So first it's Therese, and then it's Pomper, and then it's Kata, and then it's Potbelly. And it feels like kind of a long time in between. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. For each of us. Yeah. Oh, okay. That that yes. Well, that'll be much cleaner. Okay. So, I just need it to be said that Potbelly is the last one to come in. Right. Okay. Um and from my perspective, it's like 5 minutes after I get in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's taking so long. Okay, so Therese, you get in there. Um Ooh. And you see all these people, and you see Villiand, and you see Palvin, and they appear to be... They're not currently drinking, but there's alcohol around them, and there's some very finely dressed men. Uh, so they're standing now near me where previously I saw a room where they were not. Correct. Interesting. Can I... I want to reach out with my awakened mind, if I'm within 30 feet of Villiand, and try to talk to him that way. Yeah, uh... Just to just also like to ask him what's going on, but also to sense if it's actually him. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yes, you can communicate with him okay. in that way, and you can tell that it is actually Villian. Okay. Villian. Trees. Yes. Is he responding to you in your mind? That's important here. He he can. I do not. I turn around. Trees. Ugh. Yeah, it's me. I'm here. Are you part of the illusion or are you real? No, we're here. I looked through the door. I didn't see anything. I walked in and now there's this banquet happening. Promise me you are real, Therese. I promise you. We are currently in the illusion of a vampire. Hey, hey. I see. Is it? Is that your true love? No, of course not. She sins. <laughs> what kind of sins? Many, mostly magical sins. Sinner, come on over here! 
All right. Therese, this is Sir Chauncey. <laughs> I walk over. Um, I want to say to Villiand, I want to say, how long have you been in here? Uh, we have been here, Sir Chauncey. For a few minutes. Yeah, it's like a few minutes. Um, that's interesting. My familiar saw you go in here hours ago. Mm, must be part of the vampire's illusion. I think we should leave. Noel, I have to hear him out. Where is he? He will be coming downstairs shortly, if I understand correctly, Sir Chauncey. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to address us uh, very shortly. He just has some, some business matters to attend to. It's not clear if in this time zone he is vampire yet. He's supposed to be teaching us some kind of lesson about his perspective. Why are you just... Doing what this vampire says? Well, I was in battle, mortal battle with him, and it was going very poorly. Uh, he smelled my hair. He he smelled my hair in a grapple. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> it appears as if I look similar and smell similar to his lover named Lillian. Get this, named Lillian. You know Lillian? That is very strange. We know of him. Do you... Is he around at this time? Yes, 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 yes. Where Lillian, is Lillian? Lillian has been almost as gracious to us as, as Casimir. I believe he is working with Casimir right now. They oh. should both be down very shortly. Okay. Wait a minute. Oh, yes. oh. Boy, the alcohol must have been taking an effect, but you have a bear a striking resemblance to, to Lillian. And get this, Sir Chauncey. My name is Villian. Villian? <laughs> yes. Get this. Are you related? <laughs> Perhaps uh, uh, through some sort of uh, multi-dimensional way, you know, a sort of soul existing within multiple realms, perhaps. But no, not by blood. Our lives are uh, a little complicated. He whispers to you and he like kind of puts his hands up to, to Villian. Mm-hmm. He goes, what did you say your name was? Me? Yeah. Therese. Uh, I, I like your friend. He's nice enough. Spouts some nonsense sometimes. <laughs> oh, you get used to it. <laughs> uh, by the way, my, my name is Chauncey. Nice to meet you. I shake his hand. Uh, so nice of you to join us. I'm, I'm not sure why you're here or from where you hail, but tonight we welcome everyone, or pretty much everyone anyway. And almost on cue, Pomper comes in <laughs> and... Pomper, you you have some weirdness going on with you. You have the arm of a dragon and a weird human tail. Uh, not holding things... a mace. Holding a mace. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. We haven't done a an check for that in a while. Mace. Yeah, we've been <laughs> yeah, holding an acid mace. But whatever. Moving on. Um, so, uh, but the rest of you looks like a normal human boy. Okay. Uh, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Who's that? I didn't think we were having a costume party tonight. Hey, uh, Therese, Villian, do you know who that is and why they're wearing that costume? His name is Pomper. Um, is that the real Pomper, or is he part of the illusion as well? That's the real Pomper. Again, he also, just keeps saying stuff. He was right behind me when I walked in. And we've it took him that long yes, to get in. we've established yes. the vampire's illusion. The time is very strange. Some sort of... So clearly you know him. Why doesn't he come on over here? Pompa, come here. Pompa, come over here. Um, Chauncey immediately grabs your arm, and he goes, "Wow, 
You're such a good costume maker. I've never seen anything so convincing. What's this supposed to be? Oh, the Dragonborn arm, right? Yeah. Dragonborn. <laughs> Dragonborn? Mm-hmm. What? You've never heard of them? No, but it's it's a pretty cool costume. These these claws of yours look so sharp, so realistic. Uh, this is Sir Chauncey. Pompa, don't feel obligated to answer too many questions. I believe him to be part of an illusion and not a real man. <laughs> <before him. laughs> okay. I, like, poke him. He seems real. Uh, are, are you all afflicted with something? We tend to be pretty open here, but we've never encountered travelers as strange as you. Maybe it's the fatigue. Maybe you need something to eat. Did it feel real when Pompa pokes him? It does. Okay, all right. It's just been a very long day. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, uh... If you have cheese, we want cheese. The boy wants <laughs> cheese. Oh my. Do you know what... A, <laughs> do you know what another name for Albadine is? No. The Village of Cheese! Bring it out! cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> uh, Palpatine starts like, <laughs> clapping like this as cheese plates start coming out. <laughs> And so, a waiter, or somebody at least that's volunteering to serve food, mm-hmm. comes out, and they have this big wooden tray. And on it, they put it down, and there are all of these different kinds and colors of cheeses. Therese does not sample the cheese. Okay. Oh, Palvin <laughs> needs some cheese. I say, I want to lean over to Villiand, and I know talking into your head makes him uncomfortable, so I just say, Palvin's still, still around, huh? Palvin is a brave warrior. He has fought well. Okay. Hey, Palvin, which one's the good one? I asked him about the cheese. Mm, I like the one with little green speckles. What is this? I'll I'll try try that one. The one with the green speckles. We call that one Mm. hag cheese. (laughs) I like the hag cheese, Pompa. What do you think? God, I wish I had true sight right now. It's good. It's good. Um, that is completely fine if it's your response. The cheese is the best at, that you've ever tasted. Whoa. And it's so good that for an hour, you're going to get a plus one to charisma. Sick. You're feeling so confident, so good. It's so weird how much of this is all real. Okay. Thanks, Lauren. All right. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, but anyway. Yes, we will. It's really good. Um, so... As you're eating the cheese, it's clear that Chauncey has a lot more to say, um, but somebody makes an entrance. Casimir oh comes out, and so there are two staircases on either side of you, and they kind of wrap around to uh, like a balcony up front. And he comes in the center to the edge of the balcony, and Lillian, who looks very similar <laughs> to Villiand, is by his side. Um... Ben, real quick, during yes. this commotion, during Absolutely. this moment, I yeah. want to uh, I want to sneak off into a, like a side room. Whoa. Whoa. It should be noticed, that we're, again, we're playing a little loose with this, um, they don't notice your mace. Okay. That we, we'll just chalk it up to the commotion of the party. Yeah, don't okay. bump into anyone. Yeah. Um, and if you leave, it's totally fine. Uh, I think they're also all pretty in awe of Casimir right now that you can go and you just want to go off to a corner like a side room looking for like a library or a study something with like more information okay that's going to be very different than just like going off to do a corner so okay. uh 
underneath the balcony, underneath mm-hmm. the two staircases, going like north from your position, there is a hallway and there are doors there. I want to check those doors. Okay. Totally cool. I'm going to have you do that. Um, cool. But I am going to have Casimir kind of address everybody. Does he appear vampire-like at this time? Yeah. Uh, so very good question. Uh, whereas Chauncey seems much younger mm-hmm. um, and everybody seems to be in pretty good health, Casimir looks about the same as when you encountered him outside of this place. Um, but nobody is making a big deal about it. Okay. Um, yeah, it is, a, it is a little odd. Pay attention, Therese. This is part of the story. I see. Casimir does not seem to call attention to you guys specifically. Uh, he just, he has a glass of wine in his left hand, and he raises both of his arms. And he goes, Citizens! Friends of Albadine! You honor me tonight with your presence. It is because of your hard work and turmoil that we have accomplished so much. When I came here, this village was in ruin. All I did was offer some coin and encouraging words, and you took my very light generosity, and you used that as inspiration to turn Albadine in what it is today. We drove away the bandits. We drove away the monsters. You turned away from a life of crime, some of you, to become you, Meredith. You've become the finest baker that I've ever seen. And you, Mimbledon, you are a blacksmith of legend. You forged the finest weapons. And you, Chauncey, you have formed a band of knights that anyone in any kingdom would be proud of. And together, we have built somewhere in this world a place that believes in peace. A place that isn't afraid to dream and chase after those dreams. We encourage and welcome anyone who comes here. We show them hospitality and kindness to show them that there can be a better way. And in our own small part... We are making this world a better place. And there's just an uproarious cheer uh, from everyone. Trust us, Therese. This turns bad at some point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he puts his uh, arm kind of around Lillian. Um, and they kind of look at each other and they both smile. Uh, and... This kind of happens for a while, and then Chauncey says, Three cheers for (laughs) Casimir! And they go, hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! And at that point, Potbelly comes in. Uh um, And he's kind of in the middle of, (laughs) of all of this. And fortunately... They all think it's a costume. They don't know. And and Potbelly is, like, looking at you. Or, no, he actually can't see you because you went off. Uh, he's looking at, like, Therese. He's looking at Villiand. He's, he's like, what the hell is going on? He's completely confused. <laughs> he starts taking a couple more sips of alcohol. Um, <clears throat> and <laughs> I know 
that we've referenced Thanos a lot, so forgive me this indulgence, but <laughs> Casimir snaps his fingers, and the room goes silent, and everyone except Casimir stops moving. Uh-huh. It is like, you are frozen in time. Oh, even us? No, 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 you are not frozen oh, in time. Okay. Every, uh, everybody except you and... Right. All the pretend people. Yeah. Well, whatever. everybody not associated with your party and Casimir is stopped. And Casimir kind of lowers his voice, and for the first time he looks directly at all of you individually, except for Pomper, who we can't see. Um, and he says, This, this is what I want to rebuild, and you can help me. Casimir obviously has a lot more to say. You have a lot more to mull over. Casimir has a lot of secrets to reveal. We still need to see what the hell is going on with the Tiger Place. But we will find out next time on Tabletop Escapades. Mm.